Christmas, y'all, and happy Podmas Day 2! Ah! Okay, so today we are talking about cooking and baking at the holidays. I just feel like it's the time of year that I tend to do it a lot. I'm sure y'all are doing it a lot. It just feels like the womanly thing to do at the holidays. And the big question for today is... One, two, three... And I just have to say that at my cookbook club, which we'll get into in a second, last night we were talking about like, oh, are you more of like a savory or sweet? And I just feel silly because I'm like, I'm not a, I don't know, like I don't think I crave chocolate per se. That's not the type of dessert I would technically lean towards. But then it's not like I'm going to eat a bag of potato chips instead. I feel like I love a glass of wine or there's certain times where I'm like, oh, I want a little bit of salty and sweet. But it's just interesting for me because as I try to bake or cook, Christopher like loves, I would say loves my cooking. And I don't think I'm a good cook. I just think he is delighted in a home cooked meal and delighted in something that's fresh baked, a fresh baked good. And so my question for you is, do you think you're more of a cook or more of a baker? And I'm interested if you would pigeonhole your husband into either one of those two. I don't know if it's just silly of me to say, but I don't know how many baker husbands there are. If you have a baker husband, please, please let me know because that would be amazing to have. I know that my husband is more of like the meat, like he does the grill, that type of stuff, but he loves a home-cooked meal and he came from a dad who is the cook of the family. And knowing that Christopher loves a home-cooked meal, I just feel like I'm really working on honing in my cooking skills. So I think I'm going to go with a cook. But earlier I mentioned I joined a cookbook club and I have actually mentioned about it on at least the podcast Instagram and y'all have so many questions about it. It was really sweet. I got so many direct messages about, okay, so wait, how do I start a cookbook club? Like, can I be in your cookbook club? (laughs) And ultimately I had a friend reach out over the summer to ask if I wanted to join her in the creation of this club and I couldn't type yes quicker. So what is a cookbook club? For us, it's about seven of us, and we rotate who hosts, and traditionally, the host makes the main, and everyone follows suit. And I should say, the host also has to decide which cookbook we're cooking from. And what's fun is because we cook from a tangible cookbook, we always start with going around the table, holding up the cookbook and the specific recipe we're making and talking through it. We talk about how difficult it was, any variations we made, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just so much fun because it's both fellowship time to be in a community around a dinner table with some amazing women. But it's also like a forced hobby to try out a new recipe that might even be out of your comfort zone. And like I said, so many of y'all reached out. So one thing I should clarify is that we do all cook from the same cookbook and we change up the cookbook each month and the host gets to pick the cookbook. And it's not necessary to buy each cookbook, although I should say that my wallet has been hurting because I've been using it as an excuse to build my cookbook collection. Luckily, we've cooked from the Magnolia Table Collection most recently, so at least I had two out of those three editions. And because there's seven of us and we all want to try like one or two recipes, it's becoming difficult because we are all of a sudden trying to have 14 dishes at (laughs) the same setting. So some people have pivoted to less... um, Um, food and more cocktails or dessert. 
but it's always a full meal and I always leave feeling full both in my heart and my belly. (laughs) And one thing that has been so fun and has spilled over into my life is that I really have challenged myself to try to cook from a traditional recipe book at least, I would say, two times a week. And right now, I'm in sort of a building mode where I'm constantly trying new recipes, but it's been fun to hear what dinners Christopher has given the let's add this into the rotation stamp of approval. And I will say we've also been experimenting with holiday cocktails. We always put away our holiday and Christmassy dishes and cups. So it's so, so fun to get out our vintage holly glasses and Santa mugs along with I love all the spode wine glasses and holiday bakeware. And I just feel like as soon as we get them out, we bust out our cinnamon sticks and immediately want to make like a Kahlua or Bailey's cocktail. And even recently, we had some friends over and made a cranberry margarita and it had rosemary and cranberries and cinnamon. So it had the red and the green and it was divine. (laughs) Actually, you know, that evening, it was the last little dinner we had with some sweet friends of ours who moved. And I'll tell you, it was one of the strangest experiences to have somebody actually we love actually move away from us because we usually do the moving away. But I digress. I actually wanted to end today's talk with today's Devo focusing on two women who you might have heard many sermons about, and that's Mary and Martha. And my paraphrased version is that when Jesus visited these sisters in their home, that they handled his visit completely differently. Martha was super focused on the execution of a great visit by being hospitable and getting the food all perfect. And Mary, Mary was focused on the execution of a great visit as well, but by dropping everything to sit with Jesus. And traditionally, if a pastor is preaching on these two women, they will take the approach that Martha should have stopped immediately and sat down with Mary at the feet of Jesus. I feel like every pastor basically says a version of turn off the oven and sit down, Martha. So, you know, the question here is, was Martha wrong and Mary right? And although I do think Jesus does call us to sit with him, I just keep coming back to this story because, you know, someone's got to cook. When Jesus was finished talking, everybody probably had the expectation to eat. So why was Mary so right and Martha so wrong? But okay, let's read from here. Luke 10, 38 through 42. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. You know, I think about this, and Martha, she was. She was so distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. However, I don't think Jesus was concerned solely with her hosting skills, There was like such an importance to him being there and Martha should have considered this. I want to say that I would be Mary, that I would know that Jesus wasn't just a random guest coming into my home. And this is a big reminder that with Holy Spirit discernment, we must be okay with pausing as moms all the tasks that we have and prioritize the Lord's presence. It's hosting or it could be daily chores, but The better choice is going to be to prioritize and listen to what the Lord is imparting in that moment and doing our best to avoid the trap of missing the better while getting caught up in the good. 
I heard someone say that handling the good was making Martha miss the better. And you know, my sweet friend Ashley brought this up on a podcast a couple episodes ago about how important it is to have presence over projects. So gals, I know that there's a long to-do list. I know someone has to cook, but I challenge you today as I am also challenging myself to be so in tune with the Holy Spirit's guidance that you don't miss the blessings all around you. That baby does need to get picked up. The car ride home with your elementary school kid is important. Your husband reaching for your hand while you watch a show is better than holding your phone. Yikes, that's for me. (laughs) Prioritize presence over projects this season. So here's our Devo verse for today from Psalm 27.4. One thing have I asked of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. So y'all dwell with him today, my gals. Prepare him room and enjoy, enjoy your today. Y'all, we will talk tomorrow on Podmas Day 3. I hope you enjoyed today's and uh, I just love this and I love y'all. So Merry Christmas. Talk to y'all soon. Bye.